You're listening to Steady Picks Radio. Steady Picks is your source for industry-leading sports betting data and the latest news and information to help you bet smarter and start winning. Go to www.steadypicks.com to learn all the ways that you can listen to Steady Picks Radio and let our expert host help you win some money. Remember, betting is more fun when you win. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Nothing But Net on Steady Picks Radio. Today is Monday, July 26th, and we are continuing our 32-episode series on all of the NFL teams, one by one, going through the divisions, getting to every team. Today, we are going to talk about the Green Bay Packers, which is a very, very hot topic right now, probably the biggest Point of contention and conversation in the NFL, maybe in all sports, as there's not a whole lot going on other than Team USA basketball shitting the bed, the Olympics being fun in general, but not the basketball portion for sure. And the dog days of summer in baseball, which for somebody like me who is a casual baseball fan, are incredibly, incredibly underwhelming at this point. Make sure to give me a follow on Twitter at Dan Says That. Make sure that you're following Steady Picks at Get Steady Picks and go to SteadyPicks.com to sign up for their free membership. 100% free. You can't afford not to. Daily system plays across all sports, baseball, basketball, football, hockey, your big weekend events such as UFC, golf, and much, much more. So with the Green Bay Packers, the odds for them, all the team futures and everything had been pulled. The main thing to talk about here obviously being the idea that Aaron Rodgers may announce his retirement this week, which also could just be a ploy due to the ongoing saga of him wanting to not be on the Green Bay Packers anymore. There have been talks for some time about him requesting, demanding a trade, etc., etc. Now news of his retirement comes as no deal had been made. He does have the same agent as Carson Palmer, who had done the same thing to get out of Cincinnati. As you know, he ended up in Arizona and still had a few more successful years. Aaron Rodgers, obviously a a much bigger talent, bigger name, still in the prime of his career, though heading for the back nine, but could still be very effective anywhere he goes. And the real scary thing if you're Green Bay is when you look at this team, they are so top-heavy with their talent. Aaron Rodgers, wide receiver Devontae Adams, and cornerback Jair Alexander are arguably all in the top three at their position. And if two of them end up not gearing up this season for them in whatever manner that is, this team could fall off a cliff. They went 13-3 and last season. They were first in the NFC North. In the draft... Filled some needs, but none of these guys are likely to be high-impact players right away. Eric Stokes, the cornerback from Georgia, is their first-round pick. A very fast, athletic corner, but at this point, he is down the depth chart a little bit. He will need to gear up to the NFL. Corners usually always have a lot of trouble adjusting right off the bat. You don't see too many walk in and be incredibly successful. Fortunately for them, they have a guy like Jair Alexander, who is their lockdown corner on the one side. They return Kevin King on the other side, who is serviceable, not great. Obviously, playing alongside Alexander, you're going to be targeted a lot, and it's a difficult situation for anybody. You definitely don't want to throw a rookie into that either, though. So unlikely that Stokes is playing serious snaps at outside corner for them. They get Josh Myers, center from Ohio State, who should slot in the start at the center position. 
and Amari Rodgers in the third round, a slot receiver, potentially in the NFL, a wide receiver from Clemson. So talent from the draft, sure, but all kind of depth pieces or filler things, figuring that you're returning everybody that really matters from last season. The only real changes to this roster was the departure of center Corey Lindsley, which you replaced with Josh Myers in the second round, and you added linebacker Devondre Campbell as a depth piece at linebacker. But other than that, the Packers roster pretty much remains the same. Very, very minor names coming and going other than that. So you return Rodgers, you return Aaron Jones, you have Devontae Adams, Lazard and Valdez Scantling on the outside, Robert Tanyan, who had a great year at tight end for them. David Bakhtiari should be healthy at tackle again. Very talented tackle. The problem is the front seven doesn't have a lot. You don't know about that second corner position. And again, the looming uncertainty between Aaron Rodgers and now potentially Devontae Adams. It was a few days ago on Instagram that both Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams at the same time essentially posted a picture of Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen kind of you know sharing the floor. Look like a handshake or high five kind of thing. Very last dance esque, setting that kind of tone. And you wonder if that was both of them just agreeing this is the end of that pairing. And we don't know what that means for Devontae Adams. He's not going to have the same power, probably, to force his way out as Aaron Rodgers. But certainly isn't going to be happy if he loses his franchise quarterback and he's not going to have nearly the same success if he has to play with Jordan Love or Blake Bortles at this point. So Green Bay. In trouble right now, and my advice to anybody is if if this situation scares you off from betting, then do that. Don't don't get caught up in anything. Don't make any moves because you read an article that says so. I'm definitely not telling you to do anything specific, but I will still give you the lines. And the interesting thing I found is so far when I've been doing these episodes, I haven't been shopping lines too much because we're really just kind of talking in general I'm looking more at how teams kind of compare to other teams what kind of brackets or tiers are they in and anything that just kind of looks interesting especially on a long shot potential since we're talking season futures anyway these are these are bets that are not going to come to fruition for quite some time so you don't mind throwing a, a couple bucks here in the summer when there's not a whole lot else going on on something that could potentially cash big months from now you know it's like it's like buying some bad crypto or something like that, except it probably has a better chance than a lot of that bullshit. But regardless, the interesting thing that I found here was that between DraftKings and FanDuel specifically, as they're the two books that I primarily use, the odds are crazy different on these two. It seems like DraftKings has already adjusted all their lines to say Aaron Rodgers will not play for the Packers this season. Or they're, they're very you know middle ground kind of hedges that say... Okay, maybe he does, but also if he does, maybe he still misses some games. Maybe he doesn't play till a few weeks in because if this goes long and he doesn't show up for camp and he doesn't play in the preseason, then it may take time to get him acclimated, to get him up to game shape. And so there could be the potential for him to still miss a few games early. He could also be fined, suspended, anything like that if he you know isn't showing up to camp, if he's not fulfilling his requirements, if he doesn't actually formally retire or something like that. So it's definitely something that if if it scares you off, by all means, do so. And it's obviously impacted a lot of the teams we've talked about already, as we've already done the NFC East and the rest of the NFC North. So a lot of those things may have changed. The one thing that stood out to me, just to touch real quick on the Vikings, since that's the last episode we did, is that 
they are now the favorite for the division on DraftKings and are basically even with the Packers on FanDuel. I was already kind of high on the Vikings if you listen to that episode, and now with all of this happening, it certainly makes me think that there could be some value there because they're still not heavily favored because of the uncertainty. So just something to consider as far as the Vikings, but I want to focus on the Packers here. We're going to take a look at their odds to win the Super Bowl. On DraftKings, they are down to plus 3,500. This is a team that went 13-3 and last season and returns most of their key players. However, they're only plus 2,100 on FanDuel. So this is one of those things where if you think that Rodgers is going to, to play, and even if it's not week one, because if he is going to play, even if they don't finish as a high seed, obviously if, if they return this team and they just get in, they can make noise. So while... I think at this point with the adjustment that some of the books are making that it, there must be something to him not playing. The fact that you can get that big of a difference on one book than the other is kind of enticing. So if you are still saying, you know, I, I think at the end of the day, this team does play on the field together with Rodgers, with Adams, et cetera, et cetera then you kind of got to like that plus 3,500. That puts them in the same tier as Denver, New England, and Miami. They are slightly behind the Dallas Cowboys and the L.A. Chargers, and they are just ahead of Arizona, the Washington football team, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. If they have Aaron Rodgers, then that's a laughable group to be a part of. So, And again, with other books not having it nearly that far, plus 2,100 on FanDuel makes it seem like some places are not as confident that he's not playing as others. So just something to consider. As far as to win the NFC, they are plus 1,800 on DraftKings, plus 1,000 on FanDuel. Another huge difference. On DraftKings, they are the ninth highest NFC team. They are tied with the Washington football team. They are behind the Minnesota Vikings now. And they are still ahead of the Arizona Cardinals, which is very surprising to me. As I've, I've always kind of liked... Arizona's a little sleeper stuff here. I think Kyler Murray could be in line for a sleeper MVP type season. They could be a sneaky team out of the West, but we'll talk about that more when we do that episode. But still, if you're thinking that Aaron Rodgers is not playing, then the idea that they would still be ahead of Arizona is a little bit suspect to me, though a lot of the other lines are saying that it seems most likely he isn't playing. To win the NFC North, DraftKings plus 175. They are behind Minnesota, ahead of Chicago. But on FanDuel, they are plus 150, which is actually just slightly ahead of the Vikings still. The Vikings at plus 155. So if you like Minnesota now because of this, then you definitely want to go get them on FanDuel at plus 155. I think they're like plus 125 on DraftKings. So could be value on Minnesota to win that division on FanDuel, and again, even if Rodgers does come back and they sneak in and make noise, if he misses any bit of time, then at least as far as their record, it could potentially open the door to the Vikings stealing the division. But if you think that Rodgers is going to come back and they can still win that division, then now plus 175, a much better bet than I believe they were like a minus 125 favorite to win it just a few days ago. So the uncertainty could provide value there. Either way, you kind of lean on it. Over-under for wins, this one's the same on both books. Over-under down to 8.5, so this has been adjusted heavily. 
And the under is the favorite at minus 120. The over, even money, plus 100. This is the same on DraftKings and FanDuel. And the fact that it's so kind of 50-50 here, right at 8.5, which is the middle of 17 games, it's basically a pick on minus 120, plus 100. I I don't want to touch this either way because it just doesn't seem like there's enough value because we don't know ultimately what's going to happen. And whether you agree, whether you think he plays or not, you really don't get much. I mean, I guess if you think he plays, that over at even money could be okay. But if he doesn't, they're not winning nine games. It's, it won't even be close. So it's just it's just not really enticing enough for me either way. To make the playoffs on DraftKings, no is the favorite at minus 140. Yes is plus 110. But I always try and find something, you know, more interesting to bet, a little bit more of a long shot, something that a lot of people may not look for. And here's what I found, and I actually love this. For for all the talk we've just done on DraftKings seemingly writing the Packers off far more aggressively than FanDuel has, the first thing I thought of was, oh, DraftKings has had, you know, lowest scoring team futures posted. And I wanted to see if that had adjusted because if they don't have Rodgers and potentially Adams, this could be a very, very poor offense. That whole thing is is pulled right now, so you can't bet it. You can't bet on anybody. It's not just Green Bay isn't listed. And that's obviously because this could heavily impact the odds for all those teams. So I'm not that surprised that they pulled it. It's the only thing I noticed still currently off the board right now. However, what I was surprised to find is that on FanDuel, again, they do not seem to as aggressively think that Rodgers isn't playing, but other books do. So right now, they have Green Bay to have the worst record in the NFL at plus 5,500. $10 wins you 550. And yeah, there's still a lot of other really bad teams, but again, Aaron Rodgers is the heart and soul of this team, and especially if they don't have Adams either. I mean, do you think Jordan Love out there without Devontae Adams is necessarily better than the Houston Texans if Watson stays there, the Detroit Lions with Jared Goff? I know those teams are bad, but two significantly better quarterbacks in a league where that is far and away the most important position and the position that determines wins and losses more than anything. So it's just something to consider. I think it's a really fun long shot if, again, if you think that Rodgers isn't playing. And also, you barely have to throw anything on it to have a very significant payout. So, again, $10 will pay you 550 And I don't think that it's that crazy of a bet if he doesn't play, and especially if Adams is, is leaving too somehow. Again, I have no actual information or anything on that matter. It's all purely speculative. I'm only going off what it seems like these betting lines are telling me. So take that for what it is. I'm not trying to influence you either way, and I think that there are bets on either side if you lean one way or the other that you can find value on, whether you think Rodgers remains in Green Bay and suits up, whether you think that's week one or week five or so on and so forth, or whether you think he retires or goes elsewhere. The, one th- the last thing I'll say is that while I don't have any issue really betting on Green Bay, depending on how you feel he goes one way or the other, the one thing that I was always against doing, even once the trade speculations came out, was thinking about trying to find the team he would go to and bet on their things before those odds changed. I think that there's so much risk in that that it really can't be worth the reward all that much. 
that's just me personally. You may feel different. And I feel like a lot of the rumors were Denver. I think loosely the Eagles were in there. I think the Patriots could always be in play for something like that. The Dolphins as well, maybe, though it seems like maybe you don't want to do that to Tua at this point. But there are teams that it would definitely make sense to go get him and just try to make a a quick run. But trying to guess from that when there are a few different teams that could be in play for that just seems like you'd have to take on too much risk for the potential reward. And especially even if you were saying, oh, well, I'll, you know, I'll bet two or three of them. He'll go to one of them. If he doesn't leave, then you're just completely shot. So because he's not going to go to a team that you would bet on for anything success wise, otherwise, most likely. Right. So just my thoughts on that. I've heard people talk about doing something like that. It's not for me. If it's for you, by all means, Godspeed, good luck, but not for me. We're going to move on to the NFC South for the remainder of the week. So make sure that you tune in, which will include coverage of the defending Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Friday. Thanks, everybody, for listening and for supporting the show. Make sure that you check out all the other shows on Steady Picks Radio. All the shows on Steady Picks Radio are available in podcast form the same day that they air. So look up Steady Picks on whatever podcast app you use. Make sure that you subscribe, give that five-star rating and a review, and daily you will receive all of the Steady Picks Radio shows in podcast form as soon as they are posted. Thanks, everybody. For listening, enjoy your Monday. Have a great week. We will be back tomorrow to start our NFC South preview. We will be back tomorrow to start our NFC South preview. You're listening to Steady Picks Radio. We will be back tomorrow to start our NFC South preview.